Blackout podcast. Talk about the Me Too thing. I mean, this is this thing happened a few years ago, but it was big news because Snoop Dogg was involved, and um, I keep forgetting this the the show. I've not seen the show. The trailer park. Yeah, the, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I've talked about this since it happened. Okay. I can't believe you're getting the big exclusive. Yes. <laughs> Remember, like, earlier I was saying how people don't give a shit? Well, people are like, what? Snoop Dogg? Something happened? We don't no, care. No, 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 no. I in, yeah. I'm um, super yeah, curious so about just, that. Yeah, so I'll just briefly kind of say what happened. If if uh, uh, So one of my many jobs is um, I'm a camera operator for CBC News, the CBC News in Nova Scotia. Um, and the Trailer Park Boys were shooting a film in Truro, and Snoop Dogg was on set because he was... Uh, in a scene in the movie or something and so i'm the camera operator and i went with a reporter to uh to set to interview snoop dogg so during the interview he was talking to my reporter but then he like looked at me and like made a remark about about my ass how nice my ass is or something like that and then but the 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 interesting thing about that story I see. I think there are many layers mm. here to this story. Mm-hmm. Um, this was before anyone started talking about like Me Too, Times Up stuff. But I don't know if you remember. Right at the same time, there was a trend of people if they saw someone on camera doing a, a oh, news story, they would yell, "Heel right in fuck, the pussy or something." In the pussy. Yeah. So this was exactly the same time. So. Uh, Fucker in the pussy stuff was yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. and and people started talking about that. People were there was a lot of news coverage about that, saying, um, "Is this a, a threat?" Fucker right in the pussy, I remember. right, right, yeah. Um, and I'll, and it was, I think, mostly, if not exclusively, done to female reporters, right? Mm. So, um, I'll, understandably, like a lot of them were speaking out and saying, "This is really not only is this kind of immature and stupid, but this is making me feel uncomfortable." And then some people were saying, "This is like threatening rape." And then so now people were talking about how serious is this? Is this just a stupid joke, or is it a serious thing? Which I think it's fine to have that discussion. Um, I didn't participate in the discussion very much um, until this happened, mm. and it was right at the same time. So uh, my camera is rolling. You don't see me. You just see Snoop kind of talking to me or to the viewer, really, the point of view of me. Um, and I got back to the news station and I told my producer, because we, we cut a story together without this in it. It was just a real story with part of the interview. That's not this. Um, and I told my producer, I said, if we want uh, some more content for our CBC Facebook page, this is a good clip because right now everyone's talking about that fucker and the pussy thing. Um, this would be worth maybe if you wanted to post this and ask people, is this appropriate or not? Since we're all having the discussion anyway. Mm. And my producer said, Oh, are you sure you're okay with that? And I, it was my idea. I said, yeah, post it. Like it will probably get a few views. It'll probably get a couple comments. Like that's what we want on our social media page. Um, and he said, okay, just so you know, if we do, it might, like, people might say some stuff about you. Mm. And I said, okay, uh, that's okay. And then I even said, well, what are the things they could say? They could look up my picture and say, uh, Snoop was wrong. She doesn't have a nice ass. Or they could look at my picture and say, oh, she does have a nice ass. He was right. Um, they could say, uh, I'm overreacting or I'm whining about it or complaining about it. Or they could, or maybe the feminists will say she wasn't feminist enough. Why didn't she tell him to fuck off? Right. 
And I said, "Is are those the, the all the things people could say?" And he's like, "Yeah, I, I guess so." And I said, "Okay, I'm all, I'm okay with all those." You know, I was like, "I can deal with all that." Sure, mm. post it. I don't care. So none of us expected that it was going to be like huge. Yeah, it was like on like crazy. Howard Stern, and it was like on Entertainment Tonight, and it was on Perez Hilton, and uh, it went everywhere. Yeah, and no. then I was like. It's, it's interesting because we were talking about like when you tweet something, you're it's there forever. Mm. And I certainly don't regret pu- putting it out there, but I was a little like disappointed when I realized and when you Google my name, this is the first thing that comes up. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, I would like it if some of my work came up, you know, <laughs> instead of like, oh, there's that annoying camera girl that was bitching about Snoop Dogg like f- three years ago. But like, um, I guess, you know, so for you, I remember you saying in the interview that you were, it was embarrassing. Like, do you think, for me, when I was going through that, through that period, it was mostly, I love reading comments. Most people don't. I read comments. And it's like, there was I this. I never read comments. There ever, was this ever. hate you were getting. Like, I didn't understand what the, what the okay. hate was yeah. about. So, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit more. One, I'd never read comments. I mean, if I'm posting on my own Facebook page or my own Instagram page, I will read the comments that people make because those are my friends or my followers, right? I never have never read a comment on a YouTube video or on a news story or a review. And I'm proud of that. Like, I'm not even tempted. I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck would I want to go through and scroll through with all these idiots? I don't know them. Like, I barely value the opinion... Of people around me, let alone people I don't know. <laughs> Why do I care what their opinion is of me? But um, I was a little surprised at how much hate mail I got. Mm. Like, I got so much. Now, luckily, these things come and go real quick. You know, two weeks later, people had forgotten. But for those two weeks, every single day, I'd wake up and it was like tweets it's usually it was twitter that was the meanest but they found me on instagram twitter facebook they found my youtube page they found me on linkedin i mean they found everything (laughs) that i had someone got in there Mm. like my professional email my personal email and they some someone somewhere on every one of those yeah were telling me off yeah it was crazy i'm i mean i'm thinking i i didn't even know you that i'm like why is this poor girl handling the and she was just doing our job and that's the thing like you were just literally there to share the scene and you might have been there for like what 10 20 minutes and yeah now it became this thing that lasted forever Uh, but you're also right because if that happened now the reaction would have been something else i think so different i mean there are still people now that would have said what are you talking about? It's someone saying you have a nice ass as a compliment. Why is this a story? Mm-hmm. But I think there would be a lot less now. Just like the difference that how far we've come in like two or three years. Most people now would agree you can't compliment a girl's ass in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Most people would agree. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you probably are going to keep that opinion to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, that's not a popular opinion now. Yeah. Three years ago it was. Three years ago people were like, uh, I don't get it. What's the big deal? Yeah. You know? Um, oh, my God. I could I could go on about this forever. Now, now that we've opened up this can, because generally I'll go, I don't want to talk about it. Mm. But now that we've opened up, like, the amount of... Here's what... I, there are so many layers to this, right? Because if, if we were interviewing a politician mm. and he said that, I mean, there wouldn't be uh, two sides to the story. Everyone would go, 
yikes, that was inappropriate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that wouldn't really, it would be a story, but it certainly wouldn't be polarizing. Yeah. Um, if me and Snoop Dogg were at a club together and he said that, I'd go, well, you, you, you expect that. You know what I mean? Like if I'm wearing like a tight skirt and I'm at the club and I'm dancing up on Snoop Dogg and he said, girl, you got a nice ass. I go, okay, like I'm not going to complain. You, do you know what I mean? Like a different context yeah. uh, would have been different. So the fact that we were at work, but we were shooting on a film set and the film happened to be Trailer Park Boys and the guy happened to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are so many things that make it gray mm-hmm. and so many reasons why people would go, oh, it's different. It was on a Trailer Park Boys. Like, what do you expect? Oh, it's different. It's a rapper. You know, oh, it's different. It's, uh, you know, you're you're a girl. He's a guy. You know, there's a million things people can say. But I think a lot of people on both extre- uh, the extreme sides of this argument were mad at each other mm. because i was very careful i never said i was angry i never asked for an apo- asked for an apology i never said i'm upset mm. i was very careful not to use those words i used the word embarrassed mm. when they asked me how i felt but i never used the word angry or upset i mean because you i wasn't you- oh okay i wasn't angry or upset i thought the video would get some clicks on facebook like that's all I didn't go home crying. I wasn't like, oh, my God. That <laughs> <laughs> was so traumatizing. This guy said my ass was nice. Like, But I also wasn't complimented. I was like, okay. Mm. I had a camera on my shoulder. Okay, keep going. You know, and, and my reporter was like, kind of looked at, I don't know if you can tell in the video, she goes, should I keep going? Like, she she looked at me and I was like, yeah, yeah, keep, keep going. Like, I mean, I didn't, it wasn't a big deal. Mm. But the fact that you get footage of it so close up is rare. And I knew, as a media person, this is good footage, and this will get us clicks, and people will talk. And, and I don't care if they talk about me. What do I care? Mm. Um, but like I said, I was. I think there are a lot of people on like the extreme, like a lot of women on the kind of feminist side, saying you should have been more upset. You should never laugh this off and say like this isn't a big deal. You sh- it is a big deal. You should have said something. Like your bosses should have, you know. And then there are people on the other extreme. A lot of men and some women saying like, bitch, you got to die. Like, shut the fuck up. You know, like, they're like, get over it. Like, you should be flattered. Uh, someone from Snoop Dogg show actually reached out to me and asked me to go on his show. I, I haven't told anyone that. I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny because you said you were on a film set when that happened. Um, you've been on a lot of film sets. Mm-hmm. Is that something that's come on uh, film sets? Like, no, not on film sets I've been on. No, but I think people have this idea that if you're in the music industry or if you're in the film industry, people are a little looser mm. about, you know, it's not unheard of to have someone swearing in that environment. Maybe some environments, like maybe if you worked at a hospital or a bank, you wouldn't be swearing. So, so there's this idea that there's kind of a looser atmosphere. Mm. Um, And I think people who don't work in the industry are like, aren't you guys all fucking each other anyway? Like, you know, I don't know what they think the film industry is. But Where did you hear this? <laughs> well, you know, like some people think, does no one think that? <laughs> I think some people think that. I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, because like, depending on the set, so you are there with someone, what, 14 hours a day, weeks on end, maybe. But I don't think... Uh, Talking of that, like, how do... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, hold on, but I wanted to... Get, okay. Hold on, I just want to add one more thing. Okay, about okay, the, okay. The, the situation where there were two extreme 
opinions. Yeah. And there, it was so polarizing that I think a lot of people on those two extremes were mad at each other. And I was getting that, all that hate, right? Because the headlines would be, you know, she camera didn't. girl's furious, demands, you know, Snoop Dogg, give her an apology because he complimented her ass or whatever, you know. And so whatever side of the extreme sides you're on there, mm. that's going to annoy you. Yeah. And I don't think most people watched that video interview I did. I did only that interview and then Entertainment Tonight were bugging me to do an interview. And I kept saying, no, I'm working. I'm busy. I'm busy. The ironic thing is I'd love Entertainment Tonight to cover like any of my work. <laughs> I would <laughs> die for that. But I was like, oh, I don't want to run Entertainment Tonight for this story, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then I did a phone a phone interview, so I think those are the only two I did. Um, talking about the industry and stuff, I know you pretty much only date creatives. <laughs> We're talking about my dating life. I mean, because you were like, are you, you know, people say, oh, all, all you guys are always fucking on the thing, so it's like, oh, I'm gonna just use that as a segue to talk about. I mean, to be fair, I do talk about my dating life on Instagram a lot. But you know, here's the thing about yours, especially your stories, right? Because yeah. you do it so much. Steph Glattenberg, everyone, go follow, <laughs> go follow me on Instagram. People, people at a point will think you're just fucking around, like not. Oh fuck, that came out wrong. Like no. not fucking around, like you're just <laughs> playing. Yeah, yeah, you're just kidding. I, I knew what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, so after a while, it's like, oh yeah, she's just kidding, right? Because because you're like. I joke about how like lonely and single I am, and no one wants to date me. Yeah, that's kind of like my <laughs> shtick. It's my my kind of my. Uh, someone called it personal brand. The other day, they, someone wrote me and said, "How is it that so many people want to date you, yet you keep making your personal brand all about being single?" And I was like, "Personal brand? I never thought of that. I guess I do have a personal brand." And it's like I'm either extremely overconfident, like I'm talking about like, "Hi guys, like I'm pretty hot. Like mm. deal with it," or I'm extremely self-deprecating, like, mm, I'm lonely and I cry and hug a pillow every night because no one wants me. Like, those are the only two jokes I ever make on my social media, <laughs> one extreme or the other. And it's always about me. I will never make fun of anyone else. Yeah, yeah, so I, yeah. I'm always really the butt true. of my jokes. So I have some rules. Okay. I will never put down other women. Mm. I will never, like, compare myself to other women or complain about that. And I always, I'm the butt of the joke. <laughs> so, um... Talking of your social media, how did that start, I guess? Um, I find social media so fun. Mm. I find it so fun. I, like, live there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there's all these articles you see them posted on social media. <laughs> you know, people, uh, uh, videos and articles, like, social media is rotting your brain. Like, read this about how unhealthy it's so bad for your mental health. And all the, all the um, articles all say the same thing. They say, do you know social media is not real, right? Like, this is like a perfectly filtered cropped beautiful way people present them their lives is perfect but it's not mm. and then you feel bad about yourself because your life isn't as perfect as theirs and i read this article and i'm like i know that <laughs> i know how many filters we all use i know that we put up this kind of fake nonsense mm -hmm. so i don't feel like it's bad for my mental health because i'm like no, no no you're not fooling me i'm playing along like i'm playing the game <laughs> And I just think it's really creative, to be honest. It like, is. I, I write drafts. I'm not a comedian, but I write drafts of jokes that I have in my phone at all times. <laughs> and I have pictures I take that I'm like, I think this will be a joke, but I yeah. don't know exactly what the joke is yet. And so it's a creative outlet for me. Yeah, I know. And that's why that is actually your Instagram that made me say you should be having a show. Because like, yeah. when you see your stories, hell, it could be just a show where you do something like, Actually, you already have that show because your stories are a show. When you go through the stories, 
it, so like especially the ones where the next one is like a, so you write something on one and the next one you write something on it oh, and yeah, then the I next add one to the joke and I yeah add to the yeah joke. I yeah. like those ones oh, thank like you. the last one you did was something about your bio actually you circled some I can't remember what it was but I was like oh yeah, yeah. so there's if you, I don't know if anyone listening is not on Instagram but they you have like highlights so your stories last twenty four hours but you can highlight them in different categories so that you can look on my page and see the what I've highlighted. Um, and I called one of the highlight celebrities. categories yeah, celebrities, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just all pictures one. of yeah, myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. So it's just all pictures <laughs> of me. And I was just like waiting for someone to be like, that's funny. But no one did. So then I like had to tell people, I was like, guys, like, have you not noticed? Or is it just that I'm not funny? No, this no, isn't no. funny. Yeah, but the but other thing like, is, you are like central on your Instagram. So I think people just expected that that would be what you do. You'd say, like, cause oh yeah, pointing it out is yeah, kind of part I of the joke. I am the person. Yeah. Look at me here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've talked to all these. The never idea that about... anyone would think I actually think I'm a celebrity is funny. But like, like I, I mean, do joke about. I'm like, I'm pretty big deal, guys. Yeah, but it's like, are, I have you're... less than two thousand followers. Like, I really don't have a lot. <laughs> but honestly speaking, though, you are kind of a big deal because, like. And and recognized for your work, actually. Like, you were the Arts Nova Scotia medal award thing just yes. a few medal. months ago. <laughs> medal. I, I medal of Honor from Arts Nova Scotia. No, it's, yeah, it I mean, was I the but, Emerging like, Artist Award. That exactly. was really cool. You know, and, that was and, really cool, actually. And, and the thing, you know, the thing about awards for me is always about the people that have won the awards before. So, mm, like, that's good. when you... When you win an award and then you look at the names of the people that have won awards and you're like, oh, shit, I respect this person, I respect this person, and then, and then I'm there, then it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So, That's like back to what you're saying about when someone says your script is good when you know it's shit. It's like, what are your favorite movies then? Yeah, Because if true, your favorite true, movies true, are like... Shitty, like a gr- shitty. Then you go, okay. Well, of course you like this movie. This one <laughs> sucks too. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. That's a good point because, yeah. like, if 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 it's like really cool, people have gotten this award. You're mm. like, cool. I'm in now. I'm now in this group that, with these yeah, cool yeah, people. Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. I respect Heather Young a lot, and she like Heather have, Young. Yeah, she nominated me for the my, award. Oh, she did. Yeah. Well, that's cool because, like, oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of asked her too. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't be upset if you nominate. Like, no pressure, but I, w- I would accept it if you chose to nominate. Um, oh. She's one of my really closest friends. She's she's amazing. She, I, she's our best f- filmmaker. I'll say that. I'll just say that. Why do you say that? I think she's our best filmmaker here in the yeah, province. Why? One of the best in Canada, probably. Why? I just think she's this interview is not about her it's about me <laughs> and i will not take the attention no, but, away from me no, no matter what no, you're not taking the attention away know, i'm joking from no, she's, her by she's talking great. about why why you like her work um i just i don't know I don't, I don't i'm really bad at describing why i like people's work i just think she's so it's such an honest way of telling stories and showing mm. the flaws that people have okay flawed flawed people she's really good at showing that yeah yeah. Um, I want to ask. So much more interesting than. Yeah, I want to ask about suicide at the gun range. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't get the ending though. Well, I mean, but anyone's listening to this probably hasn't seen the yeah, movie. Yeah. Well, so okay, enough. I don't know if it would be. 
<laughs> no, like, I just feel like that would be boring if I was yeah, listening no, to this podcast. I was like, I don't want to hear these guys talk about yeah, a movie I've I'm never really heard of. I'm really curious about that. Though. That was my favorite movie that I've made. Yeah, I know. It was exactly, a short that's film. That's what I'm asking you. It's about 10 minutes long, and it's a short film called A Suicide at the Gun Range, and it's dark comedy about suicide. Mm. And I was like, well, no one's going to fund this. Probably going to get people mad at me. Mm. I like the idea that people will get mad at me about my work, and I, yet I'm annoyed no one gets mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about the whole... I know your thing is you only... Well, I don't know if you only, but you mostly date creative people. Oh, yeah, right. We're talking about my dating life now. Um, yeah, I tried to date an accountant once just to get out of the creative industry. Mm. It didn't work at all. It was, so, it was so normal and nice and boring. Like, you're not broken or damaged at all. I think if you're in the creative industry, you're probably pretty broken and damaged. Like, why would you be a creative if you weren't, right? I think, like, we're all a little weird and messed up. Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess weird and messed up might be my type. It's, easy, so, it's easier to say creative. What, what, what about the accounts that didn't work out? Um, with the with creative like people? What, the accountant? Oh, the accountant. Oh, um, no, he was just too nice and normal. <laughs> I, I mean it. He wasn't broken or damaged. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Okay. I can't, okay, okay, I can't okay. do it. I'm like, well, if you've never felt darkness in your soul, I don't know how to relate to you. <laughs> so he um, was really hot too, and nice and sweet. But that's like my parents check, would have check, loved check. it. Hey, exactly. That too doesn't doesn't no? matter. <laughs> okay. So are you dating now? I'm dating everybody. What? I'm dating everybody who will date me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating everybody. Uh, yeah, no, I'm dating. Yeah, yeah. And the person is creative, so I'm guessing. I'm kind of, yeah. Oh, wait. Kind, oh, okay. I'm like, kind of, I feel like by the time this, this podcast is out, I won't even be dating that person anymore. Because? I don't know. It's just like, I, it's so weird. 2000, more 2019 now. How do we even know if we're dating people? Uh, like hanging out, hooking up, going on dates, not leaving the house, watching Netflix at home, going out to dinner. Like all these are different things. Do they all mean dating? I, I guess. You know, like I mean, I've never been on a date, like, but I've hung out like and watched movies with somebody or it's like someone else I hook up with. Or does that mean we're dating? Like, I don't know. We don't even really talk about it. So I get, okay. Well, I guess mm, to me, we are dating someone they matter to you in some way. Uh, yeah. you I wait. I wait around for text messages often <laughs> that, do, that don't come. <laughs> if I look at my phone and realize no one's texting me any of my crushes, I'm like, oh. You know that's why I post Instagram stories because you can see who's to... you see. You can see who's viewed them. You know that. Oh, you know what? I've never put up a story before. Oh, you have to, and then you can see who has viewed your stories. Oh, and I, I see if my crushes so, view them. So I guess that's how that question thing works. Because you know, you ask questions and then people answer. But like, you're almost always oh, looking yeah. for trouble when you say ask me anything because of all. Yeah, it's obvious what they're gonna. Yeah, like, sometimes they get real gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like okay. Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. But hey, you go ahead and answer the them anyway. I was stuck at the airport. There was an oh, airport yeah, delay. Oh, yeah, it's true, it's true, Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm bored. I'll try this stupid thing. Because when people do that, ask me whatever, I'm just like, get over yourself. No one cares. Why is anyone going to ask you questions? And then I did it. I was like, this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. 
Okay, no, let's not talk about dating or social media because that's <laughs> well, gonna get cut. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up. No, no. Here's the thing, though, because um, social media is so intertwined in pretty much everything we do, from how we dress, what we eat, to even how we date. Now, like, <clears throat> I mean, meeting someone is like you met them at a bar or like in school or like someplace, but now you pretty much just have to swipe right. Yeah, I don't like online dating. I just I date in real life now. <laughs> so I can you can't tell on a photo mm. if you're going to like somebody's voice or mannerisms or you know? Yeah. You, you can't tell until you meet someone in real life. Yeah, So yeah. I don't do the online dating thing anymore. So you used to do it? Yeah. No, so wh- I'll I- go back when I'm really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> just swipe a bunch and then for about five minutes and, and then I'm like, like, oh, this sucks. And then I'll delete the app. Super bad experience when you used to swipe, right? No. I've heard that women will be like, oh, like these gross guys sending me dick pics. And I'm like, I never got any dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I didn't get any. There's this one guy on, on Snapchat that always sends me pictures of his dick. I have no idea who he is. And it's just like close-ups of his dick. And I don't ask for I never reply. I never screenshot. Because, you know, on Snapchat, you can tell someone has screenshot you. I don't do anything. Yeah. But I haven't blocked him. And also, I don't want to lose the followers, you know? <laughs> Keep my numbers up. That's terrible. That's terrible. So... Um, if we keep that in, I'm definitely going to get in trouble. Um, here's the thing, though. I've I've come to learn that um, even if you date someone and you break up, you <clears throat> you still have the ability to maintain some kind of relationship with them. Uh, yeah, I'm friends with almost all my exes. Yeah, yeah. how do you... Like good friends, like some of my best friends. Yeah, my exes. how do you do that? Because I have really good taste. Oh. I always date people that are really fucking cool people. And I know that they're not going to be shitty when we break up. I just know. I have really good taste and in, 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 I have good judgment of character. So you've never had like a bad breakup? No, I've had some like awkward breakups and people's feelings get hurt. Mm. But then after like a grace period, we're back to being friends. So Usually. I, I mean, there's like, I think I have like one ex-boyfriend who's like blocked me and he's just like, don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> but other than that, no, I think everyone's friendly and then when you break up is it in person on the phone no in person can't break up on the phone or on text (laughs) i think that's rude i don't ghost either a lot of people ghost isn't it just easier that way no i'm kidding but really isn't it just easier to just not be there no no no, i suck at breaking up personally i just yeah i'm ghosting i don't know everybody's so flaky (laughs) everybody's flaky now everyone's just like oh if i just stop writing her she'll it'll be fine (laughs) you know like nobody has that do you remember when breaking up over the phone used to be considered rude yeah because you'd have to break up in person Mm. and now we're like i would love a phone call breakup (laughs) i would be like if a guy called me and broke up with me on the phone i'd be like thank you so much for this respect you know, that used like, to be considered bad form. Yeah, like, our standards not, are pretty low. Why do you think people put fake photos on, like, online? Like, completely fake or, like, just mm-hmm. really filtered versions of themselves? I guess both. Well, filtered versions of themselves because they like to think that that's what they actually look like. Mm. Myself included. <laughs> and then the other one. People see me in real life. They're like, you look different they don't, they don't say you're like you're not as pretty as you are on instagram but you're like that's what they're thinking and i'm like oh no no on instagram i have lots of like makeup filters lighting in real life i'm just 
That's what you get. No, but like, um, <laughs> like on Instagram, though, you also do all those super late now for uh, pictures that don't have that. Or do you have those even at that time of the day? Like every photo has to be on point. Like I get the mm. photos you put on your profile, but you, the photos you have on your stories. Oh, yeah. I filter those. Ah! <laughs> well, of course I do. Here's the thing, though. When you, yeah, I know you said uh, you go for creative types because they are weird and a little bit... Uh, broken. Broken. <clears throat> do you think, um, like, most artists deal with mental health struggles? Yeah. I think most people deal with mental health struggles, but it's probably even higher in the artistic world. In the creative world. Do you deal with yourself? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I used to be medicated. When I was younger, I was medicated for depression. So I haven't been medicated in a very long time. Um, nor do I really want to seek medication. But I've been, you know, seeing therapists since I was oh, eight years old. So almost my you know whole life I've been in therapy. And I feel like that's, I feel like everybody should be in therapy. I feel like it's so beneficial to sit and talk about yourself for an hour, not unlike what I'm doing right now. <laughs> it's kind of like therapy. But to sit and talk about yourself for an hour, not feel bad about it and not have, it's not your friends listening, you know, mm. like a professional is listening to you. Mm. Um, I just think that's that's so good for mental health. Okay. So I definitely need to do that. And I also need to journal. I journal every day and I need that yeah, for my mental health. I think health. one of your, one of the uh, posts that actually got me was you, you have this picture of like journals and you've like, you've been journaling, I've been journaling for years. every day. Every single day. Yeah. You know, I, I can't, I can't, some people will say like, are you, oh, that's really, you're really disciplined if you can do that. And I'm like, no, it's not about discipline. I actually can't usually I can't start my day unless I've journaled mm. because my head feels all cloudy. And then if I journal, I feel like I can start my day. Like I can actually think and speak now. No, that's good. Pra- yeah. I know. I know. But I then I can see why people think it's discipline. That's not discipline. It's just necessary. It's like <laughs> breathing or drinking water. I just, <laughs> that sounds so pretentious. Don't, don't put that in. It's like breathing. <laughs> I have to write. And like uh, talking about gray areas, I know you're working on this project that deals with that in a way. Yeah, and I don't want to talk too much about my next project, but I can briefly tell you, like, it came from the idea of, um, like, what we were talking about, like, uh, consent, and, and everyone's talking about the whole Me Too stuff. Mm. Um, so my story, uh, my first narrative feature film will be shot in the spring. 2019 and yeah and it's called night blooms and it's about a teenage girl who has an affair with an older man and it takes place in the late 90s um so it takes place in a climate that was certainly not as sensitive as we are now Mm. and um and i i just i tried the script has been a bit of a challenge because i'm trying to um play with that gray area i don't want him to be the villain or her, her to be the victim or vice versa so i don't want it to be like a She's seducing him and he's doing anything against his will. So I'm trying to play with the gray area of what all of that looks like. So I think that's fun. Gray area is a fun place to live. Why did you decide to pick that project? Don't you think it's a, especially with the climate. I know the film is set in the 90s, but we are here now, 2019. Yeah. People are going to shit their pants, you know, watching that film. That's really exciting. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not being sarcastic. I, 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 I hope so. I hope people leave the theater talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and I think what we'll, we'll make, make it even safe. more. What's the word? We'll make it even more 
talked about is that it's I know it's a female director that is making it. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe she has an idea of it or she's talked to different females or, or girls and women that have experienced something like this. So mm-hmm. she's bringing all these experiences into creating this film. And then you're making it in such a way where it's not like one person is bad, one person is good. It's just yeah, great. Well, having a, a young woman be a victim by a predator of an it's older dumb. man is so boring. Yeah. And that happens all the time, for sure. I'm not saying that's not a serious issue, yeah. but um, that's a pretty easy script to write. Mm. Bad guy did this. Yeah. So this is a more of a challenge. <laughs> How is the writing going? Good. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy with it. Um, if you're shooting in spring, mm-hmm. so you're pretty much in pre-production now. Not yet. Well, we're looking looking around. For, okay. Yeah, we're starting to think about some stuff. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you want to keep that hush hush. So, um, how do you keep going? I mean, I get that you write your journal every day, but how do you keep going? You know, every day, even on difficulties. Um, I think that we are here for such a small amount of time. I don't think I believe in an afterlife, right? So the fact that we are all alive on this earth right now, we're here for a second. Mm. We're here for two seconds. Like, we're really here for no amount of time at all, right? That's back to the thing about not being important. That's why not... Why if people stay up all night worry about, oh, this girl said something mean about me at work today. <laughs> Shut up. We're here for five seconds. Shut the, Like, do something fun. Don't worry about what people say about you, you know? I, I get joy out of creating. I like making films. I like writing scripts. I like inventing characters and thinking about what they would say and how they'd react in a situation that I don't know how I would react in. That's all fun for me. Mm. Um, if I'm here for five seconds, why not just have fun and then I'll, and then die, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to be here, have fun, make some shit, hopefully stir up some shit, have people talk, <laughs> and, then, uh, <clears throat> and then see ya. Wow. And... Any advice for not just local, but people that want to create anything, film, music, art? Um, Yeah, I think it's a little bit of what I just said. Just like it's not it's not rocket science either. There's this idea that like filmmaking is this myth and this mystical. This is so hard and weird. And oh, how do you get into film? And I just make a film. It's not hard. It's kind of hard. It's not really that hard. It's a lot. It's time consuming. And it's annoying, and most people don't want to do it. They talk about doing it, and they don't want to do it. But like, just make a bunch of work. Mm. Just make a bunch of shit. That's that would be my advice. Um, and then, at what point do you know it's good enough? I don't know. I don't know if it ever is. I don't. I haven't figured so, that out yet. So you think? I mean, I know you say right now your stuff is New York. Are you ever going to get to a point where you think, you know what? Yeah, I'm kind of where I think I want to oh, be. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But also, if I don't like what I do, I don't beat myself up over it. Ah. I go, oh, well, I tried my best. And next. Thank so, you, next. Uh, <laughs> um, which of your... was that film with the... Uh, did you like the time travel one, Play Rewind Play? Yeah, I thought that was okay. Is it Play Rewind Play? Play Rewind Play. Okay, I was correct. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. is that a, is the play or gender is the documentary? I know, and they both have three words, and they both start with play, and I named them both, and it's so weird that. But like, I didn't, are you going to make that, that a thing where all your films have three ty- three no. words? No. no. Okay. Okay. Because no. that would be cool, and they all have play in it. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. No, 
would be cool. Like, oh, That's her yeah, thing. She, all yeah, her yeah. films have three words in the title. <laughs> yeah, Are they good? A... We don't know. We just like the thought. <laughs> <laughs> like when you have a stick and it's a decent one, sometimes people don't even really care about the thing. But to be fair... And, you know, I think you are actually harder on yourself than people are. And that's a good thing. Because, you know, when you think, oh, yeah, it's okay. And people are like, oh, my God, that shit was great. Because I know you like um, the Suicide... Suicide Gun Range, yeah. Yeah, film. And what I hear about the film is all great stuff. So I want you to say something cool to end the podcast. Um... I think art is, this is an original. Um, I think this comes from Rilke, the poet. But uh, art is good if it comes from necessity. If you have something you have to say, say it. Put it in a song, put it in your writing, whatever. If you have to say, like, Suicide at the Gun Range, I really wanted to tell that story and I didn't have any money. So I just, you know, did it for no money with my friends on, you know, I shot it in a day and a half. But I really wanted to tell that story. So I think that's why it's my best film. So. Thank you. Oh my God, that was amazing. That was, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Okay. Oh my gosh, We're that good. was so long. Thanks for listening.